This is Contra Radio Network, internet radio for the discerning prepper and patriot. Are you tired of being tired? Well, then it's time to get the tea. Hey, it's Lisa here to tell you about this all-natural, all-organic tea I've been drinking that has had great results for over 20 years. It's called Life Change Tea, and it's specially formulated to help detoxify and cleanse your kidneys, liver, colon, and blood all at once. The colon is one of the most ignored organs in the human body. The faster that waste is eliminated from the body, the less time that waste sits in our intestines, spreading toxins to our bloodstream. This tea helps cleanse chemicals caused by outside intruders from our entire digestive system and get this, weight loss can be a side effect. And with continued use of the tea, you can experience clear, healthier, younger looking skin, increased energy and a happier outlook on life. So if you're tired of being tired, get the Life Change Tea at GetTheTea.com. That's GetTheTea.com and like me, you'll be glad you did. Life is unpredictable, but you can count on Valley Food Storage to help you and your family prepare. With clean, natural, great tasting, and long-lasting food storage, with our natural and nutritious freeze-dried food, you'll be storing the food you love to eat. Log on to ContraRadioNetwork.com and click on the Valley Food Storage banner. Chasing the rabbit, so you don't have to. Here they are, Mark and Don, the two crazy guys. Alrighty, welcome back to another segment of the uh, two crazy guys <laughs> here on Contra Radio Network. Uh, my name is Donald Lowry. AKA Big D, and obviously I can't talk today. Uh, on the other side of the line is my cohort in crime uh, and a good good friend Mark Boyle, AKA Prepper Guy. What's going on, bud? Ah, uh, nada. You know, same thing, different day. Yeah. I didn't get to wear my my cool Mister Free shirt today. I was going to. Yeah. That that is one bad ass. I guess I can say that word. Sure. Uh, shirt. I like it. My wife is like, Oh, that's neat. What's it say? And it took her a minute, you know, to taking Trump and turn it into triumph. Yeah. She's like, Oh, that's cool. And then one of our customers is a Trump fan nice. and, uh, he just loved it. He's yeah. like, that is great. Mr. Free dot shop. Uh, the guy designs, um, uh, Trump apparel and stuff. And you can buy that stuff there. Uh, full disclosure. We do not get any kickbacks from that. Um, he's just a really good guy. Um, he was a follower of my other program, uh, the Conservative Underground. He sent me an email one day and reached out to me, and we've kind of been, you know, friends ever since. Yeah. Um, MrFree.us and MrFree.shop, check him out. Uh, we do use his music uh, as intro and outro music occasionally on the program as well. Um, really cool dude, man. Solid patriot, yeah. no doubt yeah. about that. I, I Honestly, I like a lot of his T-shirt designs. You know, there's not the yeah. usual – 
ho-hum stuff. I mean, he's got a pretty good imagination. I like the CNN stuff. one, Cartoon News Network. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. I was like, that's good. I got to get that. Yeah. So yeah. anyhow, well, um, yeah, if you log on to his website, uh, tell him that uh, you heard about him on the Two Crazy Guys podcast. Um, like yeah, I said, we yeah, don't get do that. that. We don't get any kickbacks or anything. It's just nice for him to know that, uh, you know, we're sending him uh, clients and yeah. uh, whatnot. Uh, not we're, that it really matters, but just it's cool that you let him know that you know who we are. Yep. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about uh, beer, drinking let's, beer. Let's talk about Corona. Corona beer. Not the beer. The virus. Oh, the virus. Yeah, seen some funny memes about the beer, but <laughs> <laughs> the coronavirus, boy, that's a wicked one that's out there right now, guys. It really is, and there's a, a new whistleblower, uh, some nurse that lives over there in Yahweh or wherever the heck that's at, that says it's it's really closer to a hundred thousand people that are infected with it in that one wow. town. So. Uh, you know, I, I, I started watching some of the videos, and I actually put a, a special section on PrepperGuy.com just, to, you know, with health and nutrition under world health, and, and that virus is it's kind of spooky. I mean, yeah. it is it's because it, I guess how it works, normally diseases have a, you know, a, a incubation period. Yeah. Well, it, it's almost seven days for the coronavirus, but they're saying that it, you're contagious during that seven days. Yeah. So you could be out infecting everyone and feel great and, and it's airborne. So, you know, it, it could spread so quick. And we got one of those cases in, uh, in, uh, in Arizona at the ASU. And the guy was in that town in China. He had gone there and then came back. And then, you know, for seven days, I guess he's coughing all over his students and stuff. And now who knows what will happen with that. So, all right, I'm going to play devil's advocate here for a moment. Okay. Remember hoof and mouth disease? Yeah, kind of remember that. <laughs> remember, uh, what was the other one? Uh, chicken, what was that? Um, oh, the, uh, the bird swine flu? Or yeah, no, the swine bird flu. flu. Remember the swine flu? Where did yeah. those go? Yeah, they were, you know, they were pretty manageable, but I don't think China has ever uh, quarantined an entire city of 11 million people over you know, swine flu or any of that stuff. You know where I'm going with this, right? Yeah. Uh, kind of. <laughs> um, well, I'm, I'm playing the reverse angle here. How do we know this isn't another one of those? Another one like Ebola and stuff. Just another. Got to go get yourself a shot so that we can infect you with more crap. Right. Yeah. Another thing. Yeah. And I haven't heard anything from the CDC as far as uh, the other than saying, well, you can get a flu shot, which will help you with the flu, but it has nothing to do with the coronavirus. So right. it, it, it's it's definitely a mutated new strain um, from uh, you know people over there eating bats and koalas and oh, dogs I mean, and cats. And, from having sex with the monkeys. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a good-looking monkey, though. I don't know. <laughs> you know maybe, maybe he was hot. I don't know. <laughs> I, you know. So I, I think I'm one of those guys that I, I, um, I, I don't know, man. Sometimes I throw caution to the wind, um, which sometimes serves me good, but then again, it can serve me bad. This folks is why, uh, we are all different in our 
beliefs and our mechanisms and how we tick and talk. Right. I'm not, I'm not saying the coronavirus is something to laugh at. That's not what I'm saying here. Please do not misinterpretate what I'm doing. All I'm saying is that we've had these big health scares before, right. you know, with these other big flus and viruses and all this other stuff before. And they turned out to really kind of just be a distraction nothing. or nothing, you know? Yeah. Well, and I wonder, you know, cause like, you know, most of them were serious, you know, strains of the flu. Sure, this is sure. more of a virus than a flu. Right. Right. And, and, and it was over there, you know, wherever like Ebola killed a lot of people. Sure. Sure. And when it, when it seems like when it comes to America, big pharma and the government got to, you know, like, Oh, maybe we can make some money on this and scare the hell out of our public and, and get them another flu shot. And, and, and then it becomes nothing. You know, it was managed over there, but there's always some big pharma company that wants to make a million dollars off of everything, you know, just like, right. like the flu, you know. <laughs> right. I mean, don't get me wrong. Um, you should always take precautions. Oh, yeah. I'm a firm believer in taking precautions. Um, I'm just also a firm believer in being very careful as to what the government instructs you to do. Right. What did they used to say? Believe uh, none of what you hear and only half of what you see. Right. You know, back in the old days when people had a brain and could critically think their way out of a paper bag. No, say it isn't. No. <laughs> I mean, our grandparents were actually smart. <laughs> right up until the government, you know, snookered them too, you know. Yeah, but, right up until the government convinced everybody that the government can take care of them and will take care of them and will take right. care of every aspect of their lives. And uh, that has created the confusion that we know today uh, of the Democrat Party. The nanny state. And, yeah. Well, but what's funny about the, or not funny, I, I'll say, but about the coronavirus is I was in the middle of reading, a, listening to an audio book called the Jakarta virus. And then, I, you know, I was sick for three weeks. Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, this is all aligning too much like the stars. It's starting to scare me now. Yeah. But it, it seems to be, you know, important. And you, you just never know because such a bunch of our logistics, you know, from all of our products come from China. Right. And if they're quarantining entire cities. Yeah. And, and, and it starts affecting people's ability to go to work or, or get to work. Then what happens to all the products, not just the junk China products, but things that we use every day quit coming in and then there's a hiccup in our economy and our economy runs pretty smooth like a clock. So one gear gets messed up and all of a sudden things start flying apart, you know? So could that be something that triggers something, you know, or a viewpoint there? Nobody, I don't see. That's why Mark is Mark because nobody thinks like Mark. Yeah. <laughs> thank God. <laughs> but you know, it, it, it's those, it's those cascading effects that cause, you know, the post-apocalyptic crap hitting the fan kind of scenario that we all plan for. <clears throat> you know, it's it's not that everything falls down, but if there's an EMP, you know, and I've done a lot of, you know, reading on that. Everyone's like, well, we have these hardened skaters now and, you know, the big machines that control the grid and stuff. But what happens when your phone lines and your, your, your power line outside your neighborhood melt and catch on fire? <clears throat> well, the government might have power. We're not, you know, so, you know, 100 million people are without power. Well, 
I they will go to work. I will. <laughs> <laughs> to a point, yeah, you'll have your solar. If it doesn't fry solar, we're not sure because that's true. You know, and, and then your appliances. I want to hold that thought and I want to come back to that. I want to talk about that when we come back from the break. Okay. We're going to take a break. Visit our sponsors. We'll be back right after this. Don't go away. tactical gear with a purpose for over 50 years since their first U.S. Navy contract in 1967. Today, Proper designs and manufactures professional-level tactical apparel and gear for military, law enforcement, and public safety professionals and civilians, whether in the service, on the job, or off for the weekend. Log on to ContraRadioNetwork.com and click on the Proper banner now. Black Metal Firearms are a couple guys I know personally and friends of mine that put together some great accessories for all your firearms needs. Everything that I've seen them do is just top-notch and very nice looking. BlackMetalFirearms.com. Check them out. I think you'll be glad you did. Go to Facebook, Black Metal Firearms. they got a great page there too. Learn more about the workmanship and the craftsmanship they put into it every accessory, and every build they do. Welcome back to uh, the second and final segment of today's program, uh, which is sponsored today uh, by Pack Rabbit. Uh, you can log on to ContraRadioNetwork.com, click on sponsors, click on the Pack Rabbit link, go visit them, go support them, because by supporting them, you support us. Uh, and uh, But when we left, uh, the segue into the break was we were talking about EMPs, electronics and all of that good stuff, right. which, you know, that this is where, where Mark gets his name prepper guy, <laughs> you know, uh, not paranoid guy, just no, prepper. not paranoid because I'm not, I'm not paranoid either. As, as we also clearly uh, established with my uh, devil's advocate theory on the whole coronavirus thing, but, right. but here's the thing. You're absolutely right. Because we talked about this in the past as well. Um, you know, my, my father was a navigator and, and he, um, he was really, really good about being able to navigate, uh, at night just by the stars. 
Right. And the problem is that we have today is there's too much dependability on these things right here. These I'm holding a smartphone in my hand. Right. Right. Okay. Uh, and, and you have all these people have gone to these electric compasses, electronic compasses and GPS. And I have one that I used to use when I was doing geocaches. It's one of those portable handheld GPS devices that you lock in the coordinates and all that. And look, man, I'm not taken away from any of that stuff. I think all that stuff is great, but like Mark was saying, what happens, what happens when there's an EMP or let's just hypothetically say that North Korea is able to get a freaking rocket off the ground, you know, <laughs> on a, on a, on a, uh, on a long-term missile and, right. and park it somewhere in the United States, which we, we probably will never see at least not in our lifetimes, but, but I have weather satellites, which is funny because North Korea does really not care about the weather. Look at the hypothetical that I'm talking about. If something was, especially an EMP, if the sun decides it wants to spit the earth, right? man, all of that, the cell phones and portable GPSs and all that stuff are useless. Right. Yeah. And it, and it, you know, and I've talked to military experts out here on post and stuff and they're like, well, we, you know, that we're hardened and, you know, America's kind of hardened our grids crap, but we would be back up and running you know, in a, in a week or two, blah, blah, blah. And, and, the, and the reality is, you know, like the Carrington effect that happened, what, in the 1800s, they had just, you know, put in the, the transatlantic cable for, you know, you know, teletype machines and stuff. The wires burned halfway under the ocean. So just the electrical pulse was enough to just melt the wires and they had to pull all new wires. So it's the it's like in phones, you know, in, in the old telephones with long distance, it was the last three miles that caused bad communications. You know, everything else was satellite and digital until it gets to the switching station that right. just happens to go to your house. Right. So it's all the crappy wires in between the big transformers, maybe in Cochise where we live, that melt coming to my house. You know? right. And right. and so it doesn't take long for people to go into to panic and, 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 you know, self-preservation mode. You know, if, if, if there's a week where, you know, first responders can't respond first and the bad guys go, Hey, Popo's not showing up. Yeah. Then it, it starts to cascade just like if it, in Yahweh or wherever that village is, you know, of 11 million people, it's a big village. Yeah. Um, you know, they can't go to work and then it affects another town because, you know, the, the virus is bothering them. Right. You know, it, Ebola and all those always happen in Africa. Nothing happens in Africa that really affects America as far as logistics go. Right. But in China or India or Israel, you know, where insulin's made and then it, it just there's a, a break in that chain. You know, it's only as good as the weakest link. Right then we're not getting medications or we're not getting our new iPhones or whatever. If there's an EMP and it just breaks 10% of this stuff and, and, and a metal factory shuts down for 20 minutes, like an aluminum factory shuts down for 10 minutes, they have to tear out all the pipelines. I mean, it's a billion dollar repair because the aluminum hardens so fast. Yeah. So, you know, nobody ever in the prepper community ever looks at the cascade effect of just, people not showing up to work or the guy goes to work that's 
going to drive from the electric company to the warehouse where all the transformers are. And his key card doesn't work. Right. And Bob's the janitor that actually has a physical key, but you can't call him. Right. Now you have to walk a mile to his house because your truck don't run or the forklift don't start or your semi won't get the transformer here, mm-hmm. you know, or the crane is fried to put it on the pole. Everything starts slowing down to a, to a point to where all of a sudden people just, you know, go batshit crazy because they're not getting fed the, the mainstream BS that everything's all right. We're taking care of it. Go right. have a beer, you know, and most Americans will be lulled back to sleep. See, but, my take on this is, I don't know, maybe, maybe Maybe this is changing the subject. I don't know, but ah, what the heck? My 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 take on this is that shutting down government or shutting down uh, the the electric grid, whatever. Yeah, that's not what's going to put this country on its knees. No, because there are way too many guys like you and me that know how to survive right. without needing all of the electronics and all the Right. doodads and gidgets and all this other crap Actually that we read out. a topographical map and use a compass yeah. know yeah. how to move through and survive on the land i mean I, I know how to i know how to hunt deer i know how to cook meat you know I, I i know how to cut meat i know how to fish i know how to do this stuff okay what's going to bring this country to its knees is bringing the truck drivers to a stop when Amen. when Amen. when 9-11 happened okay you don't try to take down the greatest country in the world by toppling uh, the World Trade Center. No. You want to stop this country, you stop the truck drivers. And within a week, it may not be right away, but within a week, this country will be stopped because there will be no fuel for the cars. There will be no food in the grocery stores. There will be literally nothing because... Every time you go to the store to do whatever, yeah. hey, I'm going to stop by and get grab a gallon of milk, or I'm going to stop, you know, right. no matter, Mark, even your business wouldn't survive. No, we get truck deliveries two, three times a week, you know, just stuff. Without the trucks, I don't care when you pull into the gas station and you see the semi sitting there offloading fuel. What happens when that guy doesn't bring fuel? Right. Well, you know, you know, one of one of my many brothers <laughs> um, used to drive. I think he drove for Khalil, and then he then he went to work for Bashes. And his route would take him up, you know, into the, the, the you know Window Rock, and you know, up on the reservation. But he said any store in America, if they don't get resupplied within three days, within yeah. four days, the shelves are empty. Done. Yeah, and so you're you're looking at a three four day window, and within that three or four days, the first two days, people are going to go, "Holy crap!" Which is going to shorten that window down to maybe three days or two days, and then people start being just all polite, just like all the fights that broke out in the '70s when there were gas lines, right? You know, miles long, and people would just get into fist fights and stuff. Yeah. So, am am I going to go to the store and die over a loaf of bread? Right. No. I'm going to stay home, but 90% of America won't. Right. And see, every every time you go to the store, I don't care if you go to Home Depot 
to buy a DeWalt drill. Right. Okay. If the truck doesn't bring it, you don't get a DeWalt drill. Right. And and look at Americans nowadays. I mean, I get my, my dog food from Amazon. Yeah. Um, you know, I get a lot of stuff from Amazon. I mean, they're, they're showing up every day. So all of a sudden that, that logistics chain falls apart. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, so that was my whole point with just kind of, I don't know if it's changing the subject matter or not. No, I don't think so. I, mean, I think the country would survive something like an EMP. Yes. I think, I think the world for that matter would survive an EMP uh, because there's too many people that know how to live off the land, not just in this country, all around the whole world, man. Right. What this country would, would, what would catastrophically uh, ruin this country is if, if the trucks were stopped, period. Right. Yeah. That and it's, it, and, and what does it take to stop the trucks? I mean, I thought on 9-11, Al-Qaeda were the dumbest people on earth. Absolutely. Because remember, there was the, the anthrax scare. Yeah. And Al-Qaeda went, no, that's not us. Well, what a dumb thing to say if you're marketing. Right. You know, they should have said, yeah, that's us. It's in your deliveries. It's in your housekeeping people, the maids at the big buildings, you, your custodial departments. Right. We have infiltrated everywhere. And I'll, all of a sudden, people are afraid to go outside. Now, you know, let's go down that line. Uh, we're running low on time, but I want to because I want to follow that anthrax thing. If you really wanted to take down the, the world, not just the country, the world, right. you take anthrax into Los Angeles International Airport, you set it free on an airplane. Yeah. Now, you think about every day how many airplanes take off and land just now. I mean, you could go to Chicago O'Hare and do it even quicker. Right. But subtly, without anybody's knowledge, you don't even have to get on a plane. You just let it go right there in the building. Next thing you know, you've got literally thousands of planes taking off and landing every day from that airport, going now into Chicago O'Hare, going into Dallas, going into Tucson, going into Chicago or, or uh, Colorado all over the world. And I'm meaning literally within hours, you will have a massive outbreak of anthrax or any, now, any airport. What, what is the anthrax exactly? Cause I well, always just thought it was like mad cow disease. It's well, one that's of those basically, that... but it's, it's, it's a, uh, it's an airborne disease. So and it's contagious, very contagious, but it doesn't even have to be, it could be any airborne disease, right? You know, all you have to do like pepper shooting pepper out of your hand, done. Right. Now you have created a pandemic. I'm telling you, and it, people say, well, I don't think it'd be that easy. Oh, I think it would be that easy. if You, you were made a, a really good point with that one video on those super little drones. Yeah. That, you know, it's like, how easy is it now with these drones that have payload capabilities and stuff to just be flying around filming something, you know, where nobody's going to notice it. And then it goes into the Super Bowl. It goes into an airport. Well, it goes in. The whole thing. That's what the FAA is concerned about. Yeah. You could put a camera on these things and fly first person video with goggles. You put goggles on. You see exactly what the camera sees. Okay. Yeah. I've done it. I have FPV goggles for my, for my drone because I fly drones. Okay. <laughs> um, they could strap plastic explosives, C4, onto a drone, fly it into the Superdome. Boom. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's almost like these terrorists is trapped on vests, but now you have a drone. 
you can you can you can blow yourself up a hundred times with those you know those things and there are people on this planet that hate us for whatever reason the same reason that people hate trump you know there's no logical reason behind it but they will do anything to get them impeached or to, to hurt them or to hurt america and there's there's big groups out there like the Fabian Society that have been saying for years we're going to destroy America and make it the way we want it, which is not right. what you and I would want, you know. So, guys, I hate to say this, but, but I, think, I, time, I think the, yeah, I, I think the coronavirus definitely something to keep an eye on. Not because I don't think it's going to come here. There's probably a you know there could be a thousand cases here, which is more than Ebola agree. ever did. I, I would but agree. I, I think it's the little things that it can hurt. You know, people don't yeah. show up to work. You know, because they're like, I'm not going to work. I mean, I barely showed up to work when I had the flu. I didn't even have the flu. I just felt like crap. Yeah. And, and, and you know, I was nice enough to not shake people's hands and go around coughing on everyone. But not everyone's that bright. That's right. Yeah. And I'm not. You know, I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. Uh, keep an eye on this thing. Uh, let's see where it goes. Yeah. It'll be interesting. We are out of time, guys. We're going to have to go. But stick around next week because we'll be back with more of this nonsense that we talk about all the time. It's crazy. (laughs) All righty. Talk to you all next week. Adios, everybody. We love you. Thanks for tuning in. Catch them next time as they dig into the issues. The two crazy guys. Log on to the website at www.contraradionetwork.com.